the hottest, most trending book in the world, and I don't think you should buy it. Let's get into it. We have an ultimate list for the comic fam today. Honestly, I've been a little down on Marvel Comics over the past year or two, and right now I am the exact opposite. So uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. The hype is real. The buzz is real. People picking up these ultimate comics are digging them because they are fantastic to read, and I'm excited for what's upcoming. Hit the like. Slap the subscribe button. We're here every seven days covering the most trending and hot comics in the world. And at the list at number 10, a book everyone. Should have already read by now. When it landed on the list, real talk, I had to stop all research and read it again. We have Superman Red Sun to discuss. $15 average sales, $60 for a set of Raw 3, and we had a sale back in November for only $82 for a CDC 9.8. I have a sneaking suspicion because there's a 500% increase in copies sold that when a new 9.8 hits the market, it's going to go for much more than that. One of the first Elseworlds stories came out in 2003, possibly one of the greatest things Mark Millar ever wrote, and it takes the Superman narrative and flips it around. We have Cal-El crash landing not in America, but Soviet Russia, and becoming a dictator of sorts. Yeah, it's a really cool exploration of all of the like patriotic elements of Superman's story that we've had, you know, ever since he was created or like a century ago, right? All of the American way propaganda sort of stuff. Take the, takes that, flips it on its head, puts it in Russia, gives you a cool three-issue story. You get Batman in one of the funny Russian hats. So that's kind of worth the price of admission in and of itself. But it's on the list this week because we did have an interview with director Matthew Vaughn kind of hypothesizing how it would be cool to see a Superman Red Sun movie starring Henry Cavill. Which I don't think is going to happen. I don't see this ever hitting the big screen. They tried to do this with the animated film. They changed the ending. Wasn't a fan of that. And it caused a lot of, like, political strife in Russia when it came out. They were doing news broadcasts saying that this was propaganda coming from the Americas and that it was going to corrupt their youth. Frederick Wortham style. Next on the list, at number nine, we're going to get to it in a sec. We got to tell you about the best comic app in existence. That app, of course, is Key Collector Comics. That is where we source all of this information from. Every single week, they put out a list of the 20 trending comics, and we take that list and cut it in half. We pick 10 of those and make this video from those 10. And if you want to get a head start on those books, you can always try the app out for yourself. Use code TOM101 for a free two-week version of the paid app and get ahead of us. Support the show, and let's take a look at Scout Comics at number nine. Another one just got optioned, and it's super cheap. We are here at number nine on the list from Scout Comics, West Moon Chronicle number one. This is a recent book from 2022. We're seeing about $8 average sales for a raw book. However, there was a metal version that sold for $50 and a $20 virgin sale that we also just saw. A 550% increase in copies sold, and since the metal and the virgin were limited, that's why we're seeing a premium, but you can still go over to scoutcomics.com and purchase this for cover price so don't go crazy don't pay too much money because again this is another one of these scout comics that has been optioned they've been making the list a lot lately with these books big congratulations to writer frank kim who has a great story behind how this comic even came to be it's about the Korean folklore dokebi it's like a goblin that has ties to wood sticks you know when you see a dead tree on the ground that's like a former goblin that was slayed and that's what they convert to when they're conquered and frank kim is an actor who wrote this as a script for a movie he tried to sell it and it didn't win any awards but one of the different things he sent it to 
actually got picked up through Scout Comics, and it was like a submit it, and you can win a chance to make your script a comic book. Scout liked it so much that they expanded it from a one-shot to a three-issue series. It getting picked up is well-deserved. That is a really cool way to kind of bring this thing full circle. It started as a movie, it became a comic, and now it potentially will be uh, made into a movie or a show. We don't know yet, but it's exciting, and I'm proud of you, Frank. Good job. Number eight on the list is Daredevil 227. I can't help but think that seeing Karen Page and Foggy Nelson in shot with Charlie Cox walking the street has got people looking at books that feature Karen Page that have been specked on in recent past. Days of future past? I digress. We have Daredevil 227 hitting $20 average sales. Nine eights hitting 200 bucks. This is Kingpin discovering Daredevil's identity. A 160% increase in copies sold this week, but kind of tread lightly on this one because we know Daredevil's coming back and we may loosely have a little bit of the plot from this book in the show, but like with Secret Invasion or I don't know the first time they said Avengers Assemble or the first time we saw you know, Captain America holding Mjolnir. These are not necessarily books that are long-term specs. They're popular because they show up in a television series or a movie, but really aren't like long-term. Although something kind of interesting, we may actually have seen our first glimpse of Bullseye. I agree with you, Russ. Tread lightly on this book, but it's awesome. Everyone's got to read it just like they need to read number seven and everything that's happening in Ghost Machine. We have Geiger 80 page giant issue number one. This came out in 2022, hitting $8 average sales. You can get a 9.8 for cost, 28, 30 bucks. But I think it's spiking because it's a spec on a character that was debuted, yes, over a year ago. But because of the one shot, Ghost Machine has the entire community re looking at all of the stuff that Jeff Johns had ties to. I finally got my hands on this Ghost Machine one-shot and gave it a gave it a shot, if you will. And yeah, it's exciting. It's really cool. I've been a fan of Geiger from the beginning when Jeff Johns first started this series. I think in 2021. We actually talked about it on the channel back then. Uh, and ever since then, you've got Junkyard Joe that was added to the mix, one of my favorite comics of the last couple of years. And then Redcoat is another character Jeff Johns is introducing in this entire shared unnamed universe he's building over there. Redcoat is a soldier from the Revolutionary War who somehow becomes immortal and just fights a whole bunch of various historical figures through time. We get a little glimpse of his origin story inside the Ghost Machine one-shot, but it's mostly a setup tease for his upcoming solo series, Red Coat Number 1, which starts in April. Which brings us to number six on the list, but you need to join the mystery mail call. This month is going to be insane. We have a virgin variant going out to every single member by E.M. Gist. Vengeance of Moon Knight. There's a new Fist of Conch, and we're sending it to you this very month. And that's not all. I teamed up with Trinity Comics and got my hands on Avengers Twilight number one. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about this book. You know, it's trending. And it's a Peach Momoko trade dress cover. Everybody's getting it, ComicTom101.com, to support what we do. And we'll send you some funny books. You know who else is on this list? It's Peach Momoko. Whoa, the foreshadowing number six on the list is not any of those things. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> issue number 210, the first Amir appearance, appearance of Madam Web. We're going to roll with that one. This book won't go off the list. It's It's been on, like, hot 10, trending 10, week and week and week and out. And it's like, it, the, the movie's going to be out in a few days at this point. And uh, we're seeing 107% increase in copies sold Compared to last week, so people are buying this. $110 average sales, but take a look at these numbers because we've been covering this book every week for what feels like months now. The 9.6 early February was a $300 book. Now, $355. 9.8, someone got it for almost $700. Recent highs, $800. We've 
hypothesized in length about this. And we have our LCS owner at the table. What do you think is going on with Madam Web in this climate? With the movie coming and the fact that this price is down from the all-time high for $2,500 for a 9.8, it could very well be the perfect storm. We are now seeing an uptick in copies sold and an uptick in price. And I think that's because we have the people who are speculating on the movie that have lost faith, started dumping their books. Well, the collectors that really want high-grade copies of this really big key, I mean, they're picking it up. And that's why I think we're seeing the price gradually increase. This book is never going to go below $500 at a 9.8. And realistically, even having it in the $800 range seems suspiciously low. I still think this is probably going to be $1,000 to $1,200 after the dust settles and everything's said and done, regardless of how well attended the movie is. The comic fam who are subscribed to the channel know that when we get to number five, that's when things start cranking up. It starts getting serious. It starts getting hot. We have X-Men 27, the first appearance of Maystorm, who was featured on this variant cover for the first time. And a character designed and created by none other than Peach Momoko. It says 2023 on this book's number, but that's really late 2023. This book is only a few months old. It's hitting $25 average sales. We saw a 9.8 hit $125 just a few days ago. There's also a Trinity New York uh, New York City Comic Con exclusive variant of this book. Also looking pretty cool. But really, this is just Peach Momoko designing a character named Maystorm for a series of covers that came out all featuring kind of new characters for just for fun, really. And then Marvel sort of let her take this Maystorm character and apply her to her upcoming Ultimate X-Men by Peach Momoko that is about to drop, which we are also going to be talking about as we get on this list. A 400% increase in copies sold, largely because, yeah, Peach is going to be taking on Ultimate X-Men, but when you have win after win, and we're going to get to it on this list, it provides a level of optimism that you didn't even really need because you knew Peach was going to be all over this. This is what she had to say. I was very surprised, excited, and happy that Marvel allowed me to introduce Maystorm in Ultimate X-Men. She was only made for the new Champions variant cover program. I really like her design and wanted to tell her story, but I didn't think I could get the opportunity this fast. I love Peach. I'm excited for this book. I don't love X-Men, but I'm going to I'm going to read this comic and give it a real shot because the Ultimate stuff has been a uh, 2 for 2 so far. Stay tuned. Hey, Tom, we've been doing this list for six years now, every single week. And do you remember back in the day when we used to have Red 5 comic books on the list like every single week? Oh, my God. Coming in at number four, Afterburn number one from Red 5 Comics. Again, this is a blast from the past for some of you guys that have been watching us forever. This was the company that released a bunch of books that were supposed to be made for, like, movies and they wanted to get these option and they were very very popular and then pandemic happened and everything kind of slowed down so it's great to see one of these on the list and it's because of potential news with Samuel L. Jackson and Dave Batista. we were seeing $12 average sales and a high raw sale of $40 for a book that again nobody was specking on Afterburn number one came out in 2008, post-apocalyptic story that follows treasure hunters in this world that is ripe for the picking. $12 average sales, $40 high raw sales, two copies on the census. No one was specking on it, as Russ just said, but now people are, and it's out there. And you're right. Red 5 was one of those. I mean, it is the goal of all publishers to try to get their stuff on the big screen. Mm -hmm. It was just interesting to see how upfront about it they were. Oh, yeah. They were like, you're going to experience our comic books a little differently because we're thinking about them as more of a movie script than an actual comic story. Which is kind of hit and miss 
for individuals who are looking to read comics, but we had a few option titles back in the day because of this effort, and I applaud them for making it happen with some A-list actors. They've got A-list actors. They've got A-list people behind the scenes working on this movie. They are they're fast tracking this too. By the way, they're they're shooting to start this thing in like April, so it might happen sooner than we think. We're seeing a thousand and fifty percent increase in copies wow. sold of this book. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't normally go for you know big dumb action movies, quote unquote, but this will be a cool movie. Anytime there's a comic book attached to any genre that I don't care that much about, I still watch it. I want to know your thoughts about that in the comment section below. Well, we take you to a book that is, I think going way under the radar because there's so much going on at Marvel, and I got to give kudos to Marvel for making it happen. I feel like we're in a time that's very similar to years ago when we were covering things like Immortal Hulk and Venom that was starting to take off and then went nuclear. There are a handful of properties that are coming out from Marvel that are so excellent that if people don't hop about them now, you're just going to feel like you were late to the game because they're really going places. I could be wrong, but at the list of number three, it's Chip Zdarsky. I'm probably not. We have Avengers Twilight issue number two. This is hitting $12 average sales and 9.8s are going for $100. We're seeing 177% increase in copies sold too. This book is really new, so that number is probably going to go up, I would imagine. This has been a really fun book, and I've been I've been looking forward to issue two for a while. It's setting up this kind of dystopian alternate universe. And again, we've been talking about Elseworlds books, and that's one of the, in my opinion, that's one of the bigger flaws of Marvel Comics over the years is they just don't have as many Elseworlds stories that you can just pick up and read and not have to know what's going on in the main 616 universe. Marvel's a lot to get into. They've never rebooted their timeline. There's no easy jumping in point into the Marvel continuity. I feel like a lot of people who are only familiar with the movies could pick up something like Avengers Twilight and really have a, a good understanding of what's going on. It's this alternate universe, far future story where some terrorist attack has gone horribly wrong and killed a whole bunch of people. Superheroes are basically no longer a thing. There's this government-sanctioned team of Avengers that's really kind of shady and up to no good. You got Captain America, Luke Cage, kind of forming a resistance movement. We're only two issues in, but in issue two, we do get sort of a, a tease of a Thunderbolts team that may or may not be uh, a thing. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't read this, but... We do get the first appearance of a new Bullseye in this issue, so that is why this is all the way at number three on the list. Interesting. Another shout-out to Bullseye. Curious. Number two on the list is Ultimate Universe number one. Ultimate everything is super exciting. And now we have a whole new universe that is emerging, and it's popular, and it's making a lot of new people get into comic books and people who are maybe off of their weekly pull list jumping back on. Let's just review what is going on with the Ultimate Universe. You have Ultimate Invasion, which is like the setup of the universe. That's four issues. Then we have Ultimate Universe, the number on the list. This is a one-shot. We'll get to that. Then we have Ultimate Spider-Man, of course, which cover price sold out at Megacon on walls for $60. I'm not kidding. And then we have Ultimate X-Men in the near future with Peach Momoko, and then, of course, Ultimate Black Panther. Stay tuned. And that's it. That's the whole lineup. This is the new Ultimate Universe that Jonathan Hickman just started last year, and like Tom just laid out, I think that's, what, six or seven issues that have been released so far. So if you want to get on board with all of this new Ultimate stuff, it should be relatively easy, assuming you can, you know, find some of the more harder-to-get ones that are, you know, we're going to get into some of those numbers later on on the list as well. But this is the Ultimate Universe number one, one shot, that just kind of gives an overview of the uh, sort of state of the, of the universe after it was created in Ultimate Invasion. But the reason this is on the list this week is uh, actually kind of twofold. We have the first cameo appearance of Ultimate Black Panther in this issue, and that series just dropped earlier this week and made a huge splash. But also, to bring it back to Peach Momoko and Maystorm, we have the first interior appearance of her character Maystorm that we just got done talking about. 
That is at the uh, at the very end of this. It's like a post credit scene almost. It's a preview of Peach Momoko's Ultimate X-Men number one. There's two pages of that. We get a little tiny glimpse of Maystorm. It's very brief, but it is in there. Another book that's only a few months old. We are seeing $12 raw sales. We are seeing $124 for CDC 9.8. It's 150% increase in copies sold. And you know what? As an LCS owner, I'm just going to say this right now. If it says Ultimate in front of it, you guys should add it to your pull list. And if you can't get a first print, order a second or a third print because Marvel is going to continue to make more prints of these because the demand is there. Guys, you want to get on and you do not want to miss the Ultimate Train. The number one most trending, hottest book in the world is selling so aggressively and Penguin lost like 10 to 20,000 of the copies. Before we get to that, we have listed every single Megacon variant we have left on ComicTom101.store while supplies last with booth pricing and i teamed up with bjorn berens to release a tmnt number one last ronin re-evolution we have new turtles and not enough people are talking about it and you can get that on the site as well support the show and let's talk about ultimate black panther number one we've been waiting for this one we're seeing 20 dollars average sales but a uh, 9.8 pre-sold earlier this week for 150 dollars this was uh, this was anticipated. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man came out and sort of blew everybody's socks off. And the real question about this new Ultimate Universe was like, how is Ultimate Black Panther, the second series, going to do? This is written by Brian Hill. And that was a, a big clue for me because I was a big fan of his book American Carnage from about five years ago. It was one of the last Vertigo books before the introduction of Black Label. That was a book about an FBI agent infiltrating a like white supremacist terrorist group. You know, it was, it was really dark and gritty. There's some of that same yep. sort of political violence, like thriller edge stuff going into this comic book. Based off of one issue, Ultimate Black Panther, I think deserves all of the hype, and I'm excited. The comic book is outstanding. I think everyone needs to read it, but I don't think you should buy it at these prices. I could be wrong, but the hope is if you're spending, raw sale heights are reaching $40. These are Ultimate Spider-Man number one numbers, by the way, that these 20,000 copies— these 120 boxes of comic books are like not going to be found. And then the print run is going to remain low and the prices are going to, you know, maintain. And my experience covering this list for six years and being part of the comic market as long as I have been, it does happen. Sometimes these books just disappear and they become inflated for weird reasons. I don't like to spec on that and I don't recommend members spec on that because it's a recipe for disaster. That's like an entire semi that has just disappeared. We're talking like 10 pallets. I do want to throw out here, though, I had not heard anything about there being a shortage, there being anything missing. There's already buzz. People are already talking about it. Regardless of what's happening, the Ultimate Universe is hot. And as an LCS owner, add it to your poll. Buy it at cover price. Get it at your store. Order second and third prints. You want to read this. By the way. Cover A is what's on the list because that's what was missing and that's where all the hype is. And that's what a lot of people want for Ultimate Spider-Man 1. However, there's a Boss Logic cover going way under the radar and it's selling for less than Cover A. That's the one I got. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that one. I'm also just a big fan of the trade dress overall for these books. They have a really clean look and uniform kind of trade dress, especially on the variants too. I'm, I'm just really, really all in on these Ultimate books. And uh, as somebody who does not like X-Men, I am very much looking forward to whatever Peach has cooking up for us coming up next in the Ultimate Universe. I will say I'm a little disappointed, though, because if there was a Ultimate book that I would have put on the list that ranked on the Trending 20, it wasn't these books. Like, these books had to be there. They put themselves here. These are sales that already happened, then we cover them. This hype makes me interested in picking up Bendis, Ultimate Spider-Man. I am on a reread right now. Ultimate Spider-Man number one 
also the white variant are ones that I would be looking at while everyone is looking at the new stuff and getting hyped up. Don't forget about what led us here. Different universe doesn't matter. We appreciate your time today. As always, keep responsibly. Enough said. 